This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll. Less work, more clean. Terms apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, I got the thumbs up from Eddie, and so we do a podcast on this lovely Monday. Al, what's in your ass? Oh, uh, well, uh, nothing. Nothing that shouldn't be there, Jerry. Uh, now, prior to the programs today, around 5 o'clock or 4.45, you came in and you said, uh, remind me about a documentary I watched on Netflix. So, yeah, there's a documentary called You Are What You Eat. And so, you know, I'm sitting in the hotel getting ready to get on the bus for the uh, Rutgers game this past uh, weekend. Where the hell were we? Iowa. No, Iowa, oh, yes. Thank Jesus. Yes, we were in Iowa. And I'm like, you know what? I should... I should download some stuff for the plane ride home. And so I'm looking, and I said, I found this thing. I'm like, how many of these am I going to watch? I'm like, but I was intrigued because I read the the description of the of the documentary, four parts. They're all 40 minutes. It's not like one of these 12-part series. I figured, ah, that's not that big a deal. And the idea was taking identical twins. And the study, I think, had like 29 sets of identical twins. But they basically follow six in the documentary. Uh, and putting one on a vegan diet and one on the, um, why is Stephen Waldron calling me right now? Uh, and one on the omnivore diet. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Omnivious That's eating, uh, eating meat. Meat, yes, exactly. But not, co- not yeah. only, but right, eating right, meat. Right, right, omnivore. Like a regular diet. Basically. A regular diet. But controlled to where for the first four weeks, they are sent the food they are going to eat. Um, and the whole idea is to see how after 12 weeks, because for four, they send them the food for the next four, they send them the recipes. They have to cook the, the food themselves. And I think for the final four, they're completely on their own for what they have learned and how their body is reacting. And then you're supposed to see not only what they look like after the 12 weeks, that's actually not even the point of it. The point of it is to check uh, body fat levels, how they've gone down to check uh, brainwave um, to see how that activity has changed, micro, all sorts of different things. Um, and so I'm two parts in, but the reason why I wanted to mention it to you is it's another one of these things where when we talk about, I don't know if it's, I don't even know if it's misinformation as much as there's so much stuff that's out there. I've watched enough of Joe Rogan now and enough of these carnivore guys that basically are telling you eat meat, forget everything else. And you are going to be healthy as healthy can be, and you can 
forget this, and this cancer will never hit you, and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, huh, I could eat a meat diet. That sounds fun. Well, these doctors are all about meets the enemy and how it's all about fruits and vegetables and sounds more like the European diet or whatever the hell it's called. I forget what it is. The Mediterranean diet. And it's about the vegetables you eat, whole foods, you know, staying away from processed stuff, all of that. That's the one thing they all have in common. But you got to stay. Now, and and before I, uh, before I finish, part of their conversation, too, with the meats is how horribly it is produced here and the way animals are kept and slaughtered. And so that's a part of it as well. But it's like, as we've said a thousand times, I don't know what to believe or watch. Right. Ever. It's so confusing i will tell you that i haven't watched it yet i was not going to watch it but i did save it into my netflix stuff because i'm like i like it i think i'm gonna watch it but i will tell you that the majority of the food ingredients influencers that i follow on social media are calling it vegan propaganda in that the study was done and funded by beyond meat this is what I was okay. what I was reading beyond meat the the fake burger stuff. I think, um, but I, so my question to that would be, and that doesn't surprise me at all. I mean that that makes total sense. But my only question is, you've got really smart people. Like these aren't social media influencers. We're talking. Like, there was a there was a girl. Um, she's got the, it's called Dexta Fit. I forget. She's got her own company where it it basically measures everything inside your body and it's about it's about the proper diet exercise is a huge thing and i didn't find like she was pushing a vegan diet it was more about you got to exercise and you got to get a lot of leafy greens and you got to i i don't know i don't know what to believe who to believe anymore i really don't yeah i think the thing to believe is you gotta i always look at like where are we now compared to where we were as a society right okay so when you you we know for a fact whether people uh whether you're somebody who follows a vegan lifestyle a meat eating lifestyle or somewhere in between that people are fatter than we've ever been no doubt ever 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 Absolutely. and we have the most amount of knowledge you would think than we had in the 1900s yep. 1920s so let me go back to okay so what changed in people's diet from back then well, we were eating meat back then for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, we were not eating super processed food. We were so I think if you eat a meat eater diet and you're eating just meat, I think you're going to be healthy. I think if you're vegan and your vegan meals consist of whole foods, actual foods, and not packaged, then you'll be healthy. I think you'd be could be pretty good. Uh, although you probably have to be more conscious of what you're eating to make sure you get protein and that's the proper protein because there are people who tell you animal protein is different than sure. plant protein and that sort of thing. So I really do believe the truth, the truth lies in the middle. Yeah. I think, you know, as a, as a species, our jaws and teeth are made to eat meat and plants. The, they're not yeah. they're you know, so I think, I think nature tells us a lot of what we're supposed to be eating. And so I think we we eat a lot of crap. And, I, I was just going to say, if you just cut the crap out. And I think there's, there's, I think the, I, I, I personally think the healthiest thing to eat would be meat that is 
you know, chicken or beef that is grown and done in a way with regenerative farming, organic, grass-fed, right. pasture-raised, and the overwhelming majority of the meat is not that way. Like no, you have not. to go search it that. It said 96% of the meat produced is in these meat farms yeah. and 4% are grass-fed the way it really should right. be. The other thing um real quick that that struck me, well there were two lines or two things that struck me in this. Number 1, which I do agree with, one of the I think the was the doctor from MIT, I forget where he was from, maybe NYU, I forget, where he basically said one diet doesn't fit all. Like everybody's body type is different and it's not arguable. And he was showing, you know, different, whatever. So I'm like, yeah, we've talked about that. The other one, which I found fascinating, and I don't, I guess it's true that 32%, wow, what was it? That gas from the cows burping and the farting is worse for the environment than the automobiles. Right. Could that possibly be true? No. And the other thing is, all these vegans want to tell you about that. They'll bring that up. Oh, is that true? Yeah. I'm like, this can't be real. In order to feed the world vegans, we would have to... Well, the the thing vegans always point out is that they don't want to harm animals, right? But to make a field to grow your vegan food, you're killing every animal that lives there. True. Right? That's true, too. There's death in all of of it. In everything. Yeah. In everything. There's hypocrisy in everything, even if it's not designed, even if you don't mean to. The offshoot of what you're trying to do is usually negative. It's right. That's the way it goes. Yeah. I've even seen some of the meat eater people say, if you're vegan, at, at the very least, you're being purposeful with what you're eating. Right? So you're, you're, you're sure. looking out to what you're eating and you have a purpose when you're eating. I think, I think it's just... I don't I don't know how if you just ate meat, eggs and dairy, right? All whole foods. I don't know how you would be fat. I really don't. Yeah, I mean the only thing I would point to that would be is if you're eating uh, if you're drinking way too much milk or eating way too much cheese. I, I don't I don't know. Yeah, it's a good I, question. I don't know. You know, you know and again, but you got to look at what you're eating. Is is the cheese you're eating actual cheese or is it like American craft singles, which is not cheese. No, no, I meant you know, like if you're eating tons of cheddar cheese. Yeah, I put a I thing out on the Twitter the other day just for the hell of it to see what kind of reaction I would get, and um, I just, but it's true. Like I eat slices of butter now a lot. Like I love just plain butter. People are like, oh, I bet you're a cardiologist. The ingredients in butter is milk, okay, and salt, right. What would my cardiologist have? What do you mean any, you slices of butter? I don't know what that means. I like I'll slice a piece of butter off and just oh, eat it. Oh, I gotcha. You know. Um, but there's just certain things like that. If you believe and look at the history of dieting in this country, which is clearly out of control, everybody's fat. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. You can't deny that. No. I was, okay. Most people are. Absolutely. Yeah. So when you start to look and go, how did that happen? If you, if you do research on that and believe certain things. It's that, you know, like everything else, people were bought off. So the sugar companies bought off to make it seem like meat is what's causing people to be fat when it's sugar is causing people to be fat. In this documentary, there's a scene just for you. Yeah. 
And it's the old commercials for the doctors endorsing the cigarettes. Yes. It's so funny. Smoking is good for you. Yes. Dr. So-and-so loves yeah. his, 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 Winston's. his Winston cigarettes. Yeah. And there's the doctor. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> it yeah. It's funny. I know. It's, it is crazy. Anyway, it, it's interesting. There's some good stuff in it, even if uh, it even doesn't matter what side of the ledger you're on. It's There is some good stuff to it, though. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I, I saw a clip of it, and the, I think the, the lies that are on the the foods that we consume on the boxes and things oh, yeah, are all please. true. Yeah. You know, this, this saying these are cage free chickens. Well, they're still butt to butt to all the chickens. The cage free don't mean squat. Right. Uh, this uh, meat has no antibiotics. Well, it, you, I don't think you're allowed to use antibiotics in certain, you know, they, it's marketing. Yeah. It's all marketing. They say marketing on the front reality in the ingredients. Yeah, right. Of course. Of course. So, I don't know. Very interesting. It's, it's frustrating because I'll see these people online who are severely obese. They'll be like, I've tried everything. I'm going to have to get the surgery. No, you didn't try everything. Because I'm telling you, if you just sat there and ate as much steak and chicken and eggs as you could, you like putting no limit on how much you eat, you would lose a ton of weight. Right. Don't worry about the calories. Eat the right food. Right. Because... There's only so many steaks you could eat before you not want to be eating steaks anymore. Very you know what true. I mean? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The one other fault. issue with society, yeah. and I don't know going back when this started, but I also feel like the far majority of jobs are sitting at a desk. Yes. And the amount of inactivity now is more than it's ever been. I could be wrong about that, but I, I just, I don't know. I feel like there's just too many people that stare at a screen yeah. all day long and don't move. And that's a problem. Yeah, there's a lot of great photos of uh, people at the beach from yes, years I, ago. I know what you're talking about. And this one guy, that Robert yep. Lufkin guy on uh, t- Twitter, he's a doctor. He uh, he always writes, so what do you see in this photo? No fat people, no tattoos, no cell phones. Yeah. Like, now it's just fat, tatted up people at the beach. With their face and their phones. Correct. You ain't kidding. i tell you another thing about the phones. I took notice of this um, at Iowa on Saturday. Yeah. So, you know, before the game, I went to take a walk just to kind of, I was waiting, we were waiting to start. I had a good half hour. And so I'm walking around the arena and Iowa, Carver Hawkeye Arena is one level. There's not an upper deck. It's one level and there's 44 rows, I believe. So it was like, it's like 90, it's a lot of steps to get up there from where I was. So I'm coming down and I'm, I'm fascinated by the phone epidemic that we have, if that's even the right phrasing, but yeah. I think you know where I'm going. I think it's a problem how people are just buried in their phones nonstop. And it really hit me. We've talked before about going to a restaurant and seeing the parents on the phones and not the kids. The amount of grandparent-aged couples that had their heads buried in their phones at the arena was staggering to me. Like, I walked down slowly. My head was on a swivel. Like, everyone's on their phones as they're sitting there. No one's talking. I couldn't believe how many, like, 
60 plus year olds were also like, I don't know if people hate each other. I, they have nothing in common anymore, but it's as if I got my phone, leave me alone. I'll watch the game when the game's on. Otherwise my, my head's here. It's, oh, it's awful. I think it's just that first few seconds of anxiety of, of, being by yourself or being with somebody and there's a dead air, they go right to the yeah, phones. Yeah, they sure do. They sure do. Yeah. And these are like married people. You can tell. I'm not. Yeah. These aren't random. Maybe two people that look like they've been living in Iowa for the last 50 years, and they're it's unbelievable. It really is. Well, it's funny. I always think Gina's on her phone. She always thinks I'm on my phone, and neither one of us thinks we're on our phones. And neither one of you. Like, I, I always feel like she's on her phone nonstop. Right. She always thinks I'm on my phone nonstop. I don't think I'm on my phone nonstop. And she doesn't think and she, she is. doesn't think she is. Yeah. It's a, it's a, until you look at how many times you pick up the phone. Oh, for sure. The, and your screen time. Then you realize how much we are on the phones. Yeah. Have you looked at yours lately? No. I looked at mine last week only because we had this conversation on the bus. I, I don't know if it was good or bad. The, my previous day was two hours, which seems like a lot to me. And yeah. I was told it's not. Right. I was told the the excessive times are twelve hours. Like, twelve <laughs> hours. Like no. well, the other thing too. Like I, I could look at my phone, but I better look at my iPad as well because that's what I use if I'm true. in my house. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's I'll go true. To that. I don't. I feel like that's different, and it's not. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not at all. Yeah. There's something about the small screen in your hand. I don't know. I know, like carrying it everywhere. Yeah, it's just. And then other times, I think of like how amazing is this thing? Oh, it's incredible! I, have, I could do everything. I'm never, uh, like, not connected or at home if I need something. Like, yeah. It's always right there. Yep. I know. So. It's incredible. I love that part of it, too. For sure. I ordered a, uh, you know, after my incident where the guy was kicking my car, Jerry. Yes. I ordered a uh, dash cam. Oh, cool. I don't know if I'm keeping it. Okay. It's a lot of wires. It's I'm sure like they you are. You got to plug it. Am I well, really going to do that? Well, it's meant to probably be installed by someone that knows how to do it, though, and they could probably put it install it properly where you wouldn't see them yeah i mean yes they do have dash cams where you can hardwire them in Mm -hmm. and then they can do cool things like you could have a dash cam that you put into your car that you hardwire in somehow that then monitors your car 24 7 Mm -hmm. and if anyone like while we're here at 5 a.m at work if someone's by our car it'll let us it'll record it yeah now i know the um um the teslas have that they have that built into the car. Like that, Ma- any- that Mazda that I test drove has it too. Oh, is that right? The, the, I guess the camera comes from a satellite above. Wow. And it is, the technology is stupid cool. Yeah, we're coming for you criminals. It is. You like punks. It's, it's neat. So I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it does seem cool, Like, but uh, I just feel like, am I going to hook that up every time I what get it in cost? my car? That was super cheap. Oh. I bought a cheap one that had really good reviews. 40 bucks, Jerry. Oh, okay. So I was like, I'll give it a try for 40 bucks. Yeah. Tried it. Going back. Well, I haven't officially tried it yet. I, I, I oh. got the packaging, and I'm pulling out all these wires. I'm like, what am I doing with right. this thing? A little obsessive. Yeah, because I would love the idea. I do love the idea of having the the car being monitored the yeah. whole time. Yeah. But like that you got to somehow hardwire in so it... It does seem neat, though. Yeah. So I guess that's the next thing that's coming in these cars. You say Mazda has it. Tesla definitely has it. Yeah. Where you could have cameras all around you. Mm-hmm. Oh, they come man. from above. Yeah. It is cool. Yeah. It's creepy, but it's cool. Yeah. I don't mind that stuff where people feel like they're getting an invasion of privacy, like doorbell cam- cams and this. 
I feel like if it's somebody else's property mm-hmm. and they're just looking to protect their property, why shouldn't they be oh, able to? I have no to? problem with it. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Right? How about this? Don't do anything illegal. Yeah. <laughs> right. People always like, I see that camera there. That's camera. You're in a restaurant. I'm like, okay. I can, with my eyes, I can see him too. Yeah. So what? So, right. I, if I had a business, I would have cameras all deep in this place, Jerry. Mm, you ain't kidding. I wouldn't need that. I tried to uh, sign up for, I wanted to, uh, you're talking about like meat earlier. Yeah. I was using this this online place to get my chickens, like uh, chicken meat. Because mm-hmm. it was like this, this, this nice farm. Yeah. To, well, I went to order from them yesterday. They're out of business. So I was like, ah, oh, well, that stinks. Or People else, are buying Purdue. You know, let's see what else is like I could get. Well, I, I made the mistake of Googling like mail order meat no, or here something. We go. My entire, there are I way know. too many choices. Now I'm out completely. I'm just like, <laughs> you know, I'm going to the store. You've been annoyed. I've been annoyed. There's too many. I and know. now for months, my ads on the internet are just going to be pummeled with meats. Yeah, I know. That's the way it works. This pasture, this pasture, this farm. How much money were you paying for the chicken? Like, was it noticeably more expensive and better quality? It was definitely better quality. It, it, You know, I would buy it in bulk and then just shove it in my freezer. And then I feel like I wasn't buying meat for her. Right. Oh, I felt like a long time for me. But I'm sure, well, I'll tell you what happened. I So I went to one and I was like, okay, this one I found. This one looks good. I remember hearing things about it. Did my research on it. I bought, I bought a whole big thing of chicken, and I go to the checkout. And I think it was $122. Okay. For a lot of chicken, though. It was like, oh, do you want a pay Apple Pay? I go, yes. I use my fingerprint. Ding! After it dings and charges me, it tells me how much shipping was. $50. Ah! I immediately freaked out, emailed the company, please cancel this order. Yeah. They canceled it. But, oh, okay. But... $50. $50. But I get it, though. I do. Like, I having ship stuff, I see the shipping rate. Like, I understand. Right. Imagine you're shipping a big thing of meat. Yes. I, with yeah. ice, and it's got to be big enough so the ice is not leaking out. Like, oh, forget it. And I'll come back to what I always say with Amazon. I don't get it. I mean, I do because clearly there's millions of people that pay their $17 a month and don't even don't even realize they're spending it. Right. And they probably only shop at Amazon a couple of times a year. So I, I know that they're, it's like like insurance, I guess. So many people pay for insurance that when they got to pay out, they got plenty. Yeah, I always tried to figure out how that works too. Insurance numbers. Yeah. Numbers. They've got millions and millions of clients that are paying them hundreds of dollars a month so that when they've got to pay out a death benefit, it's like, hmm, all right, here you go. We've got... We've got a few hundred million dollars. We're good. Yeah. We got to send you a $200,000 check. And then they invest the money. So the money they get, they invest. Oh, okay. So not only are they getting your money, they're then investing their money and hopefully making between 10 and 15% on that money. So that money is growing. And, you know, I mean, if you pay in, if you live, let's say you buy life insurance at the age of 30, which is when I bought it when I first got married. Uh, when we first had, uh, I'm sorry, when Matthew was born, I've been paying in, I could drop dead tomorrow, I get it, but I've been paying in for 20 years, and I hope I pay in for another 30 or 40. Think about how much money from just me that I've given them that they've invested. Right. So now multiply that times millions of people. So it's, it's an interesting numbers game, but they come out way ahead. Yeah, it's weird, though, when you hear like of a crazy settlement. Sure. 
you know, where you'll hear like, you know, there was a building collapse and, uh, the, and they got to pay out $500 million. Like, whoa. Those are, I'm talking more personal insurance, but yeah, yeah I mean, I, those are, but God knows what their rates are, what their uh, fees are. When you're talking about a company that's got 300 employees or tenants or like, what is the insurance of this building? It yeah. ain't a thousand dollars a month. I can tell you that. <laughs> Correct. So now how many buildings in Manhattan are there that are paying out those types of, it's a lot. I guess the question would be like, if you take like a, a insurance company like Allstate yeah. and you say, how many, how many people do you have? And they give you a number mm-hmm. and you go, how many claims do you get a year? Sure. That's how you would could start looking at numbers, I Absolutely. guess. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I wonder what that percentage is. Um, very high in their favor. Yeah. Like of all the people with auto insurance through Allstate, yeah. how many people make, what percentage makes a claim a year? Well, and auto insurance, I think they clean up on. Yeah. Because auto insurance has become very expensive. And so I'm not talking about a, I don't mean a car that gets completely, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Totaled. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I'm not talking about a car like that, but let's just say a car that gets into a, a routine accident, and you know the repairs are going to be a couple thousand dollars. How many people get into accidents every year? And even if you've got to make a claim for twenty five hundred bucks, I mean, holy crap! My car insurance with mine Kim, and and Matthew's car, like six hundred dollars a month. I mean, th- and that's just one per one house. Every house has car insurance. Yeah. Not everybody's making, I mean, it's a really small amount of people making claims. You know what I don't like? If you've been paying car insurance forever, right? Years and years and years and years I know and where years. you're going. And then you get into a crash or... That's what they do. They up your insurance. Correct. Which is why I do not make claims, unless I have to. Yeah. Well, that sucks, right? Yeah. Just like when this dude was kicking my car mm-hmm. and it kicked off my, kicked my uh, side view mirror. Yep. I could have probably made a claim. I wouldn't. But, the, but my insurance guy would say, I wouldn't put this in. Correct. Because then you're going to see you're going to owe another $37 a month <laughs> for the rest of your life because some lunatic kicked in your mirror. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, it does suck. I agree. I totally agree. Man. Yep. That's why when the uh, street sweeper hit you. I never made a claim. <laughs> I drove around with a dented door for three more years. I wasn't making and And that was one... I could have made a claim and then went to the city because they they would have owed. They would have had to pay a clue. It wasn't my fault. That inconvenience. F off. (laughs) No thanks. When you went to that car you had, then you traded it in? Yeah. But you traded it in with the smashed thing? Yep. And they still took it? Yeah. (laughs) Sure did. Over time, ironically enough, over time, that dent worked itself. There were still scratches on it for sure. That dent worked itself out pretty good, though. Really? Yeah. I mean, it was there. But it wasn't like that day where it was hard to open up the passenger side door. That kind of like almost like putting vast. Uh, just as time went on, it just kind of popped itself back out. <laughs> it, it reformed itself. Yeah, and it really wasn't like I said. There were scratches, but you would have never known what happened. Yeah, if I would have shown you the picture the day I traded it in, no, no idea, absolutely not. But I never went. There was no way. I mean, we told me oh, you go to the police precinct. It's like nine blocks away. Is there parking? No, no, I'm out. <laughs> Doing anything in New York, I'd be out. Yeah, no thank you. I don't want to go to the precinct in my hometown. Right. Let alone Manhattan. Are you kidding me? Please. And I know I would have gotten a few thousand dollars. I know that. Um, Not worth it. No. No. Not unless you were retired. out of here. If you're retired and got nothing to do, then you do that. I'm not there yet. Yeah. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. Mm. 
Uh, oh, I did that with CeeLo this morning. We were yes, sh- and possibly tomorrow. We'll we were see sh- about Boomer. We were shouting about the Peacock. Was uh, CeeLo right that you would not have enjoyed the Peacock conversation? He said, I uh, don't know what it was about. Oh, I was just yelling. At, I was mainly yelling. Oh, at yeah, CeeLo. no, I'm not interested. <clears throat> i got to find something else to yell at CeeLo about tomorrow. <laughs> uh, and then we'll be back here with. with Jerry, I'm sorry. <coughs> I'm coughing. All right, JB. Sue! So-